So, for some reason, you've decided an oil bath will help with this droid. Well, it couldn't hurt. Couldn't get any worse than it already was. It's at least preserving it, okay? While I spend some time researching how to repair this thing. There's not another Christmas miracle available. I gotta do it myself. All right, so I just turned on this recorder. I should probably mention to the people listening that we're talking about a droid, a projector droid, that Max here wants to get some plans out of, has everything he needs to get the plans out of, except that he dropped it in a bathtub for reasons that are a little unclear, mainly that I told him not to, and so he decided to do that, and now the droid is badly damaged. You can't be trusted, Jack. I don't know a lot of things right now, but I do know that. I can't be trusted. Well, I mean, you're not the first person to think that, let's be honest, but you seem to be a little sketchy on why. I feel like I figured it out multiple times, and I keep forgetting. I just, I can't figure out why I keep forgetting. It's very annoying. Well, I need to take a trip in the Bageltron, so I'm going to record it for our listeners. Specifically today, I am paying special honor, I hope, to our listener, Kyle, who has graciously supported us on Patreon. Oh, Patreon again. Let's just say Kyle sent you money in order to support your work. You should be grateful. Kyle's from Minnesota. Kyle completely neglected to answer my questions. All I know about Kyle is his name and what little information I could find by stalking him on the dark web like you usually do. Exactly. It's gross. Sick stuff, Jack. So obviously I can't mention the sick stuff about Kyle, but I can say that at one point he wrote a review for a game called Void. Whoa, whoa. Isn't this supposed to be family friendly or something? Yeah, I guess we probably will have to bleep out. Let's just say it was Void illegitimate children born out of wedlock. That's the word that had to be bleeped. Okay, great. But listen, if you're going to be doing the podcast, I guess I should tell people what's going on a little bit more than we have a Patreon. I mean, that's great. People want to send us money, I guess. But I'm an inventor, an engineer. My name is Max, and I invented the Bageltron 2000, which I guess Jack is going to use today while I continue working on fixing this droid. The Bageltron 2000 opens up portals to other dimensions, which I've been traveling through, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to get the plans for the ultimate gnome sculpture, the ultimate in filthy lewd gnome sculpture, the plans that are locked up in this hollow droid's memory circuits. I'm trying to extract them. I got them from another dimension. I've been to many different dimensions, but I'm not going today. I guess Jackson would do that, so have fun, or whatever. The other thing that I found out about Kyle by Googling his name and the city that he's from, somebody with that name is really into curling. Now, I don't know if it is our Kyle, but if R. Kyle wanted information about himself on the podcast, he should have answered my question. So we're just going to have to assume that Kyle is into curling because that's what I was able to find. Kyle's also, we think, related to someone named Alan. So I don't know. I'm going to try talking about some of this stuff while I turn on the Bageltron here. I've got particular coordinates I'm going to this week. Now that I'm out of earshot of Max, I'll tell you, the listeners, that I'm trying to thwart Max. I mean, I'm just straight up trying to thwart him. He's completely lost interest in this podcast, so I know he's not going to listen to this. Today, I'm finally going to visit the black market, the interdimensional black market that rotates locations every week and rotates passphrases every week. I have the passphrase. I have the location. We're going to check it out. While I power this on, I'm going to talk about Kyle, maybe Alan, maybe curling. Today, I'm using the new Bageltron that we found in another dimension. The portals are a little cleaner and hopefully won't give me toe cancer as somebody warned me about the old one recently. All right, looks like everything's set up. 
Time to go check out the black market. Hey, Jack. What's up? Get wrecked. As you can tell, Max has become needlessly unkind. Get ultra wrecked. I'm leaving. Yes, this looks familiar. If you haven't heard the previous episode about the black market, it is, if you imagine a third world market where you can find anything with a very shady bent to it. Not only does it go in every direction, streets in every direction, it goes up multiple stories of rickety booths all hodgepodge together. I guess they just have some sort of modular system where they take it apart and put it together in a new location every week. Which is good, because it's pretty filthy. I imagine they leave a mess behind when they pack this all up. But I can't go anywhere yet. As you can hear, there's glass all around me. I'm stuck in a little glass enclosure. The glass around me is pretty much invisible. But I know it's there because I ran my face into it the last time I was here in episode 182. You can listen to that if you want to hear more description of this place. Ah, there's the button. I knew it would be popping up here in a second. Just says press. I have to press it. Should be able to press it. Hello, welcome to the market. Passphrase? There is no passphrase. That's what I have written down anyway. That is the correct passphrase. This place chooses passphrases that are particularly unsecure. Kind of odd. Ah, there goes the glass. If you have a comment, please submit it to the suggestion box. Have a great day. And there goes the version of Max and the button, which is kind of bubbling back into the ground. I don't know how they did that. Kind of some weird tech here, but I guess that's to be expected at a place where you can buy, as far as I can tell, literally anything. Hopefully there'll be something here that can help Max. All right, well, this is a different part of the market than I remember coming into before. Nothing looks familiar. And maybe they just change the locations of what's near the entrance every time. But this is all different stuff than I've seen before. I've seen a lot of closed booths. In fact, really all the booths appear to be have the big mesh metal gates that come down. The last time I was here, there were people everywhere kind of furtively ducking in and out of all these booths. But it looks to me like all of these booths are closed. Well, let's see what this one here. Unauthorized spell books. Interesting. So some sort of... Yeah, and there's a lot of books here, but they're all behind the grating. I don't know if any of these would be useful to me. See, this one says, Unwind Evil Influence. Well, shoot, that's exactly what I need. Dang, it's even subtitled, Unhex Your Friends Who Have Been Haunted by Evil Entities. Well, I'd sure like to get my hands on that book. I'm betting I can't buy it on Amazon. And there's more here, yeah. Bunch of magic books. Some of them... One of them's moving there. I've... I'm sure I'd want to open that one. Oh, there's another one here. Escaping Evil Entities for Dummies. Ten easy steps to get rid of an interplanar entity bothering you or your loved ones. Man, that also sounds like it'd be very helpful in my situation, but... This mesh stuff isn't going anywhere. Oh, wait, there's a button here. I wonder if the button does something. Well, there's a ringing sound. Sounds like a phone ringing. Oh, hey, hello. This is Kyle. How can I help you? Oh, Kyle. Well, I'm glad I said that name earlier. Okay, Kyle. I'm hoping to buy a couple of these spell books. Uh, They sound like exactly the sort of thing that I need, but it looks like this place is closed. Oh, yeah. You're at Unauthorized Spell Books. 
Max is unauthorized spell books, yeah, it's closed today. Sorry about that. Well, that's a bummer. When are you open? We're closed all week, actually, for Extraterrestrial Culture Day. Yeah. Extra-terrestrial culture day, and you're closed for a week for a one-day holiday? Oh, yeah. Alan, do it yourself. I'm busy. That's what the can opener's for. All right, well, it sounds like it's not going to be open in the time frame I need. I guess I'll move along here. We don't here? Because I got to get back to my curling. Oh, are you doing some app-building exercises? No. You hoser, I said curling, not curls. Curling. My curling program. It's almost back from commercial. All right, well, have fun. I'll move along. Hopefully I'll find somebody that's open here. Have a nice day. Wow, extraterrestrial culture day. I'm kind of dubious that that's even a real thing. Let me Google this here. Hopefully my phone works interdimensionally. Oh, wow, it actually is. February 14th. Okay. Apparently that is a February 14th holiday. Apparently there's others that are more famous for February 14th, but extraterrestrial culture day is a February 14th holiday. Well, uh, maybe... That's a big holiday here. There's certainly a lot of places closed. Let's see. Well, here's another one that looks interesting. Death rays are us. Death rays? I can't think of any way. Unless I could find a death ray that somehow affects the Kalshi entity. Most of these look like they just blow stuff up. Of course, again, there's the grating here. Looks completely closed. Although that ray there looks different than the others. What does it say? Oh, this is the make everything grow a conscience death ray. I'm not sure why it would be a death ray. The placard says I can make literally anything grow a conscience and behave morally, even inanimate objects. Wow, that must be a powerful ray. It says, be careful not to point it at yourself. Well, yeah, I can see how that can severely limit your choices in life if you point that ray at yourself. Well, there's another button here, because I'll see if someone answers over the intercom. Oh, hey, this is Kyle. Oh, Kyle again. Wait, hey, sorry to bother you. You again? Yeah. Didn't I tell you I'm watching curling? Yes, you did. I'm interested in this death race here. I'm guessing this place, though, is also closed for the extraterrestrial culture day. Well, you're half right. It's closed, obviously. Death rays are us. It's closed today for National Ferris Wheel Day. Really? National Ferris Wheel Day. You betcha. February 14th. That's right. All right. Closed all week. Sorry to say. Well, that's particularly obnoxious. Okay, well... Alan, I took the trash out. Yes, I did. Sorry, what was that? Well, sorry to interrupt your curling match. I'm just trying to find a device to help my friend. But if it's closed for a week, I guess I'm not getting in there. Nope, sorry. No death rays for you. Anything else I can help you with? Nope, nope. I'll move along. Hopefully one of these will be open. Have a nice day. Well, uh, this next booth it appears to be more like a Valentine's Day booth. Shouldn't they be open on Valentine's Day? I don't know. But again, closed. Not that I can use any Valentine's... Wait, there's a screen playing back there. Let me get a little closer. It's like some sort of infomercial. Looks like this is the seduction store. Seduction store. Yes, you can use seduction as a service to seduce any entity. Friends, enemies, family members, pets, annoying insects, co-workers, national leaders, intergalactic invaders, evil interplanar entities, art marks, trees, you name it, we can seduce it. Friend, step right up and order your seduction today. Need to distract a snail that's been chasing you around the world ever since you agreed to a monkey's paw arrangement granting you unlimited wealth? Seduction is the answer to your problem, my friend. Looking for a promotion at work? Seduction is the answer. Have a dog that won't stop barking all night long? Seduction. Seduct anyone or anything at any time for any reason. 
Seduction makes a great holiday gift for your friends and loved ones. Step right up today and order your Seduction. Well, shoot, I was hoping there would be like a phone number or a website, but it looks like I can only order it here when they're open, which they, of course, are not. Prices start at $9.95. Sounds like it's remarkably affordable, too. Million transdimensional ducats. All right, well, I guess with that awkwardly long pause, it's not as affordable as I thought. But expensive or not, I'm not going to be able to buy anything when they're closed. Stupid gates. Well, I'll push the button again. See if it's Kyle again on the answering service. Yeah, hello? Is this the seduction store? You again? Oh, yes. I like the concept here of seducing absolutely anything. I can agree that it would solve just about any problem I can think of. But, of course, it's closed. I can see on the switchboard that you pressed the button at the seduction booth. So yeah, of course, you're at the seduction booth. As you can see, it's closed. Closed for Valentine's Day, I suppose. What? No. No. We're closed for National Pet Theft Day. Okay. I do see here on my phone that there is an extraterrestrial culture day and a Ferris wheel day, but I think you meant to say Pet Theft Awareness Day. Nope, sure didn't. So, a holiday celebrating pet theft? Or a holiday in which one steals pets? Do you have any questions about seduction, sir? Well, yeah. Can I put one of these seductions on layaway or something? No, you cannot. All right, well... Jeez, Alan, close the door. I did not need to hear that. Oh, or smell it. Oh, oh. Sir, if you are smelling that over the intercom, I am sorry. In fact, I think I am. Wow. That is some smell to come over the intercom. Oh, I got to go. I got to go. All right, well, I guess I'll keep looking here. I can't believe that they have a holiday celebrating pet theft. Well, let's see, this is an air freshener booth. Oh, no, a Febreze brand air freshener booth. Well, that's weird. Why would that be at a black market? Oh, wait. No, some of these are, like, lethal. Wow, I didn't know Febreze made lethal sprays. Oh, and here's one that this is mega death-scented Febreze. Ooh, and it guarantees to disperse evil entities. Okay, wonder if that would work on. Huh? Okay, listen, sir. I've been watching you on the cameras since you keep interrupting my curling match, and I'm just gonna jump in right here to tell you that, yes, this booth is closed as well, okay? All right, and why is this one closed? Sorry, we are closed for Pickle Time Week. Pickle Time Week. Yep, I guess I do see that on the list of holidays that are right now. Alan, I told you so many times, shut the door. You let in all the squirrels. Jeez. How many squirrels did he let in? That, Too many. Okay, I gotta that's go. That's an alarming go. sound. Listen, go check out the origami booth. That one's open. Oh, okay. I gotta go. It's just down the hallway, up three floors. Oh, not sure how origami is gonna help me, but at least uh, maybe I'll have an open booth. Well, it looks like I have to go up a ladder. Oh, wow. As soon as I grabbed on it, it started moving. Okay, this is a moving... Wow, we're going up fast. Oh, it's slowing down. All right, I'm... Yeah, I guess I went up three floors. wonder how I was supposed to stop it on other floors. Maybe it just knew. All right, I'm getting off. Oh, yeah, I do see an origami booth here. A little worse for the wear, but everything here appears to be kind of worn down. Hi! <gasps> a customer! Hi, hello! Oh, it's so great to see somebody. I didn't think anybody was going to stop by today. So great to find a place that isn't closed for one of these holidays. Glad to see you're open. Well, I, yeah, of course. Of course I'm open. I'm not so sure it's of course. Every other place seems to be closed. Well, sure, but 
I don't like super broadcast this necessarily, but uh, I'm an atheist, so, you know. No, I don't know. So you don't celebrate Ferris wheels and extraterrestrials because you're an atheist? Yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, I'm Max, okay. and uh, you look like a bit of an outsider, so let me just spell that out for you. There are 62 silent X's. Ah, okay, yes, I remember that. 62 silent X's, got it. Remember, I don't think we've met before. No, I've met some of your peers, but I don't think I've been to this booth. Well, welcome to Max's Origami. Yeah, these are pretty. Lots of little cranes, and some of these look a little ominous. Is this one here as dangerous as it looks? Oh, even more so. Actually, please don't touch it. All right, okay. What does it do? Well, if you touch that one in just the right way, or I guess you'd say just the wrong way, it's capable of, how do I put this, slurping out your organs from underneath your fingernails. That is some fancy origami. You did all that just with folding paper. Yeah, paper in a sense. If you can call carbon nanotube fibers paper, then sure, yes, folding paper. That's some fancy origami. Most of my work here, though, is for achieving inner peace. Fold these lovely cranes, stars. You can make little people, boats. Yeah, I see that. Uh, There's some pretty fancy ones here. Fold some hats for your little people or for your cranes. I feel like I've seen these before. I've got this weird feeling of deja vu looking around here. That's funny. You don't look familiar. Wait a minute. Hmm. Nah, Nah, it's probably nothing. All right, but listen. I don't see how any of these origami sculptures are going to help me with my problem. My friend, who I'm trying to help, his name is Max, he is being haunted, basically, by a interplanal entity. I'm sorry, your pronunciation was a little rough there, but it sounded like you said, you know Max with 105 X's? Who runs the custom Lego minifigure booth just down the hallway there? Uh, no, no, I'm... I apologize, my pronunciation isn't good. I wasn't intending to imply any silent X's. The max I know is just M-A-X, no silent X's. That makes a lot of sense, because he's never told me anything about any weird interplanar entity. My max is is not even from this dimension. He's from another dimension. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I I don't get out much on account of being here at the booth pretty much 24-7. You know, on account of the atheism thing. Right. I guess that could keep you from traveling. My Max looks a lot like you and your compatriots here, so I think he's a version of you, but in my dimension, there's only one of him. I see. So, tell me more about his problem. Well, he started talking to some sort of entity from another realm called the Kalshi Entity, and that entity has slowly corrupted his mind, and he's doing more and more evil stuff. Oh, it sounds like you could use the spells from uh, Max's booth downstairs. Yes, I could use a number of things from different booths here that are closed for various holidays I've never heard of. We could just come back next week. Well, the problem is there's a bit of urgency here. I need to get this taken care of before he gets the information he needs off of a hollow droid. He's found a way to compel the hollow droid to give him the information. And my only stroke of luck here is that he accidentally broke the halodroid by dipping it in water. But I'm sure he'll have it repaired soon, and I've got to find a way to stop him. Because if he gets the information off that halodroid, it's going to mess up a lot of people. Hmm, interesting. You know what? I may actually have something for you. Let me show you something special. Take a look at this. That's just an ordinary piece of paper. Yes, that is exactly what it looks like, isn't it? And here, watch this. Watch as I fold. Count along. One... Mm-hmm. Two, three, four, 
five. Shouldn't that be getting six. thicker? Oh yes, it should be. Seven, if it were an ordinary sheet of paper, I wouldn't be able to get much further than this, but oh, eight. That's nine, impressive. 10 folds in half, 11, 12, 13. Oh, you made a monkey. Wait, that's right. Chimpanzee? It's a monkey. But more importantly, where's your watch? Hey, where is my watch? And your wallet. Where's that? I, how? How did you do that? I swear I studied every possible way to lift a watch and a wallet off of another person. I am certain you didn't use any of the methods I'm familiar with. No, we are on opposite sides of the counter. That'd be very difficult, wouldn't it? Yes. I don't see any way you could have done this. Rest assured, your belongings are safe. They're just currently stashed away in a pocket dimension. Wow. Okay, well, how do you retrieve them? You just simply unfold the monkey here. There we go. And as you can see, as I undo the last fold, whoa, there they are. Wow, yeah, that's my watch and my wallet. It just looked like a folded piece of paper until you did that last fold, and all of a sudden there's there's my stuff. That's right, and as you can see, there's no creases on the paper either. You might also be wondering how it is that I just folded it directly in half and somehow made the shape of a monkey. Yes, I, I am wondering that. You see, this is quantum polymer. Has many special properties. But the main thing is, when you hit that 13th fold, all kinds of weird stuff happens. Well, yeah, I would agree. Somehow it extracted my watch and my wallet. That's right. As you're folding it, the quantum entanglement between you and the paper becomes more and more in sync such that whatever it is you're thinking about that you want to put into the pocket dimension, it locks in on those things, and then when you hit that 13th fold, boom, they're gone. It's also how you decide what shape it's going to be once it hits the 13th fold. Gone into a pocket dimension. That's right. Only accessible to the holder of the quantum polymer, origami. As long as you keep a hold of this and you don't unfold it, no one will be able to access whatever's in that pocket dimension. Wow, so can I put an entire droid that's say yay big and into this pocket dimension? No, easily. Yeah, you could put an entire house into the pocket dimension if you wanted. Wow. Yeah, the properties of the quantum polymer are quite incredible. So I could potentially hide Max's droid and prevent him from accessing his memory banks that way. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Oh, now I should warn you though, don't put any living creature into the pocket dimension. Not one that you want to ever get back anyway. I mean, you can get it back, it just it won't be the same. Oh, like it would suffocate or something? Not exactly. I mean, not, not physically suffocate. That's rather disturbing. We don't need to get into it. It's not important. It sounds like this can solve your problem, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, how much is this going to cost me, though? Ooh, yeah, it's pretty expensive. It is a very rare material. I only have a few of these. In fact, I just sold one a couple of weeks ago to a very, very wealthy interdimensional businessman. Yeah, in fact, actually, he kind of overpaid. I mean, like order of magnitude, like 10x overpaid. It, it really set me up, actually. But Congratulations. I can give you a bit of a discount on this one because of that. But it's still going to run you, you know, a couple of million interdimensional ducats. Well, I'm afraid that is well outside of what I can pay. Ooh. That's going to be tough. Is there any sort of other arrangement we can come to? Something like this would be helpful. Well, I don't have any dishes for you to wash on account of this not being a restaurant. You know what? Actually, so you know that one I mentioned that I sold to the wealthy businessman? Well, I never actually met him. He sent an intermediary, and he didn't trust the intermediary to come back with the goods. He said he would only trust me to hand deliver it or ship it via some sort of uh, 
special secure private courier service that he had. The thing is, I don't have access to that courier service, and I'm stuck here. As, as I mentioned earlier, I, I can't really leave the booth, you know, the atheism thing. So I think we can work out an arrangement where if you deliver this for me, I will let you have an additional one to keep. Well, that sounds reasonable. You have dimensional coordinates for this wealthy businessman? Absolutely, of course, of course. Everything's right here on the invoice. Here, that. All right, so here it is. His is all boxed up, ready to go. So you just take this one. All right, I'm going to tape this invoice right to this box so I know whose is whose. That's a good idea because... uh Yours is in a box that looks very similar. Here you go. Of course, uh, the one I was folding just now is the display unit. But yours is all boxed up with the instructions right inside there. And uh, actually, it is going to be very important for you to keep those two clearly distinct. Because I uh, get this feeling, ah, forgive me if I'm out of bounds here, but this feeling that I can't trust you. Like you might try to just take the two quantum polymers and run off never to be seen again something like that or run some sort of a scam considering we're in a black market i bet you get that feeling about a lot of people probably good instinct to have but especially you so as precaution i've gone ahead and enabled a special feature of the quantum polymer that you need to deliver to my client Uh, if it is not delivered Within the next seven days, uh, by the end of the seventh day from now, it will self-fold and send everything in whatever dimension it's currently residing in to the pocket dimension permanently. As in an entire reality in an entire dimension will be in a pocket dimension which you said not to put living things in. Oh yeah, that's right. Potentially killing trillions of quadrillions, unknown quantities of of sentient beings. No, 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 no. No one would die. Ever. Oh, well, are you sure that's a bad thing? Oh, believe me. It's definitely a bad thing. Oh, okay. And don't ask me how I know. I really want to ask how you know, but I guess I'll respect your privacy there. All right. I will make sure this gets delivered rather than endanger, I don't know, the souls of trillions of people. Sure, let's call it that. Excellent. It sounds like we have an agreement then. You deliver the package to my client. You keep the other one. All the instructions you need are inside the box. Tells you exactly how to use it. It's pretty intuitive. Hopefully that solves your problem. All right. It looks like this should be pretty straightforward. I just deliver this box to this dimensional coordinates. And once the box is at this location, the dangerous thing disarms somehow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've programmed in the specific delivery coordinates. So once it's been delivered, it will deactivate the security system. Now, say I managed to get it to the right dimension, but not entirely to the right delivery address. What hypothetically happens at that point? Well, it depends on how close you are. You need to get within a thousand feet of the pre-programmed coordinates on there. Okay, so if I take it to the appropriate dimension and leave it, I don't know, a few miles away, does that dimension get engulfed? It sounds to me... Like you're trying to come up with a way to use this as a weapon. Certainly seems like a pretty powerful weapon. I highly recommend against that. All right. Well, I think I will do everything in my power to get it delivered all the way to the delivery address. Even if it could be used in some other way, I don't want to be responsible for that many souls being suffocated or whatever the danger is. No, you really don't. All right. Well, it sounds like we've got a deal. Thanks for your help with this. No, thank you. I was really wondering how I was going to get this thing delivered, and you came along at just the right time. All right. 
I'm just gonna open my portal here. I think I've got everything I need, and as far as I can tell, there's literally no other shops open. So, not much else I could buy here anyway. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, the holidays are a pretty empty time around here. And I guess a lot of your fellow stallkeepers must be religious. I guess so. All right, my portal's open. Let's see what Max is up to. Oh, Max! Oh, you're back. You're standing really close to that portal. Yeah, well, I've been kind of distracted. Just really focused on getting the parts and the tools that I need to fix up my droid. Gotta get it working again. I think I've figured it out. I've got a plan. It's gonna take me about seven days to get this thing back up and running. And then, then, the aristocrats will be mine. Well... I guess we'll see how that goes. I'm a little nervous about what might happen if you get a hold of those plans, so I'm not going to wish you luck, but I hope everything works out. Yeah, I bet you do. All right, I need to go research a new dimension. I am I have my own little mission at this point. Whatever, don't care. Busy. And I'll record another episode for the podcast once I figure out a little more about where I'm going. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack, There Is No Passphrase, Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max. Want to support this podcast and help make sure it continues? Tell all your friends about us and share us online. Then check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm, where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content, like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and holiday-themed peaks behind the interdimensional curtain. Check the show notes or our website for links to our listener discord. Follow us on Twitter before it catastrophically melts down at dispatchesfm, and visit us online at dispatches.fm. Really, seduction is the answer to any problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly.